Welcome to episode number 13 of the Raw Food Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jane, the Raw-tarian, and in this episode, we're going to be talking all about protein and how you can get protein when you're a vegan. Stay tuned. I'll be back with you shortly. Thank you so much for joining me in this, the 13th episode of the Raw Food Podcast. Usually in these episodes, we talk really specifically about the types of foods that you can make, and I really get pretty into the nitty gritty of of the actual making and preparation of the food. But today I did want to provide an episode that talks about protein and I'm not going to go hugely into the science of it all. This is more from a very basic perspective that can help you answer that very important question that you might get from coworkers or family members who might know that you're a vegan or vegetarian or raw vegan. And they may worry about you because they know how important protein is, which it absolutely is. You know, it's one of the most vital components of our bodies. And so we all do need it. But you really do want to have an understanding of the fact that, yes, you can get not only enough protein, but an abundance of protein from plant-based foods. So frequently, um, if I order a salad at a restaurant, the you know, the chef or sorry, the waiter might say, oh, but do you want to add some protein on top of that? <laughs> um, which might be shrimp or chicken or that sort of thing. And in our society, we really do think of protein as a meat or an animal-based protein. But what I'm going to talk to you about today, just from a very basic and easy to understand perspective, is what what is protein? How do you get it? How do you get enough of it? And that sort of thing. So first, really, all you need to know about protein is, yes, you do need protein. It's actually one of the most sacred nutrients. It's a really vital component um, that our body needs. So yes, you absolutely do need it, and you do need to make sure that you get enough every day. But that doesn't mean taking protein powder. It can. I don't take protein powder, and my protein uh, needs are completely met in a vegan way. So I just like to add a caveat in this episode that really we're just talking about protein and it's really important to know as a vegan that there are some vitamins that you will not get enough of if you're a strict vegan like B12 and that kind of thing. We're not going to talk about vitamins in this episode. Today we're just really talking about protein. So essentially all you need to know is you absolutely need to have protein. But your body creates protein by using amino acids. So really all you need to know is, it's kind of like baking a cake, right? In order to have a cake, you need the ingredients. And the ingredients of protein are amino acids. So really all you need to know is that there are eight essential amino acids that you do need um, because they're kind of like the absolute basics. And then your body uses those basics to make other amino acids, which make protein. But again, I don't want to get too overwhelming for you with the nitty gritty. Basically, there's some junk that you need to eat so your body can internally create protein. Now, one of the things that has kind of led to the idea of meat and animal-based products being the main source of protein is that those um, are kind of the standard way of getting them in that they're already made into protein 
when you consume them. And then what your body does is if it eats, say, a piece of chicken, it kind of like consumes it and says, oh, chicken, you're made out of um, amino acid A, B, C, D, E, F, G, for example. Those are not the names, but that's the example. And so it kind of break down, breaks down those things into their ingredients and then reuses them inside. But if you just eat the amino acids themselves, which again are the ingredients for protein, then um, you're gonna be doing just fine. So a really great source of information and is a book I recently read called The China Study, which really compares animal versus plant-based proteins. And I wanted to read just a really simple quote out of here. Um, Proteins are constructed as long chains of amino acids. Proteins wear out on a regular basis and they must be replaced. And this is accomplished by consuming foods that contain protein. Very easy to understand, really. It's just something that your body needs on an ongoing basis. It's all, your body's always using the protein and it always is going to need more. So like I kind of mentioned, that standard way of getting it when, you know, your waiter and those kinds of people are wondering about the protein content of your salad, well, you can get it from plant sources as well. One of the things that I've noticed about reading from from a very basic level about trying to find information about like how much protein do I need? Where do I get this protein? There's so much crap out there on the internet and even in books it's sometimes just really hard to find this really basic information like how much protein do I need and where do I get it as a vegan? So there's all these insane and important formulas that are like calculate your body weight plus whether you're a male or female and yada 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 but I really wanted to, to pare it down. So really, if you're a, an average adult, by the way, we're not talking about children here. Let's just talk about adults. Um, really, you're going to need something like between 50 to 80 grams of protein per day. There's a huge complicated equations, but let's just keep you focused here. You need between 50 and 80 grams per day. So if you're like a tiny lady, you're probably going to be on the lower end. If you're a beefy guy, you're going to be on the higher end. So now, but knowing that, so you're going to just keep that in your head, 50 to 80 grams per day. So now what you're going to need to do, which I hate all this nutrition stuff, but I love my body and I take care of it. So what you need to to know then is, well, if I need, let's just even use the word the concept of like the low end, say 60. Let's say, okay, today I need to have 60 grams of protein. How are we going to get that? Well, most vegetables and legumes and beans and that kind of thing do have protein in them. And again, when I say protein, that is just talking about some of the essential amino acids that your body is going to kind of like pick and choose from and then create protein out of them. So I've jotted down just some really good examples of some pretty good sources of protein that will give you an example. And again, I'm not saying that you should be memorizing this or anything, but it gives you a good idea of how achievable it is. So first I'm going to give you some examples. And remember here, what did I say? Our goal was 60 grams of protein per day. Example number one 
is the soybean. Now, soybeans do have a bad rap, especially for so much of the sort of vegetarian vegan food out there is soy based and, you know, tofu based and everything is made from tofu and it has a really bad rap. But I'm actually have a really intimate relationship with soybeans. Oh God, I'm going off track, but that's okay. Um, That I live in a a very rural community and they grow soybeans on my road and in my next door neighbor's field. And I see the real soybean and it is an amazing source of protein. You don't have to eat it, soybeans, in a highly processed, like, you know, tofu dog burger thing that's been like processed and all that kind of stuff. You can get real soybeans frequently. Um, I get them fresh, but you can get them frozen sometimes or probably in cans. I haven't really noticed them, but let's just talk more about the, the real bean here. Soybeans, one cup, 30 grams per day. I know I'm probably overwhelming you with math. Let me restate that. One cup of soybeans is half of your required protein intake for the entire day. In other words, if you were to eat two cups of soybeans, which you probably wouldn't do, but this gives you an example. So picture two cups of those nice green soybeans. You can get them at Japanese restaurants. They're called edamame. That's all the protein you need for one day and you're completely good. And that's plant-based protein right there. That's one example. Now we have lentils, which aren't necessarily commonly eaten as a pure raw vegan, but they're also an amazing uh, in the world because we are so lucky we have such food choice here. I live in Canada or North America, Australia, all those places, but lentils are a huge source of protein as well. One cup, 18 grams of protein. And that's a very common protein that is eaten by people all over the world and really sustains people because a lot of people in other countries don't have easy access to meats, for example, and they're ma- or um, maybe for religious reasons, they're vegetarian. And lentils is a, are a huge and amazing source of protein as well. I'll read a few more. Just... I'll state them here. Peas, one cup, nine grams per day. Remember, our goal is 60 grams. Almonds, similar to soybeans, two cups of almonds, which that would be too many almonds per day, but two cups of almonds would be your entire protein intake for the day as well. 32 grams per cup. Spinach, one cup, um would be five grams of protein per day but you can eat a lot of spinach if you pack it in put it in a green smoothie like for example it's kind of hard to eat two cups of soybeans per day but it's really easy to get a lot of spinach um so that's some examples but again remember that you're going for that 60 grams per day would be a goal to shoot for maybe a little bit higher or lower depending on your body size but ultimately Um, those are some key examples. So again, let's just focus on the point because probably if you're listening to this, you don't know much about protein at all. You need protein. You need protein every day. You can get it from vegetables. A lot of people didn't know that. And I didn't know that even when I first went vegan, I would ask, people would ask me, um, you know, where do you get your protein? You would be amazed how frequently this question is asked. And I didn't even know the answer. I would say, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll have some 
fish tomorrow because I didn't know what to say. But my God, people, plant-based proteins are very, they're the same stuff as like animal-based proteins. And in fact, this book that I'm reading, The China Study, totally national bestseller, easy to pick up in any bookstore. It's a, it's a medical kind of book, but it's not very hard to read by T. Colin Campbell. Um, the whole point of it is that plant-based protein is actually better for you. And this is not just some wacko or somebody like me who's just, you know, run out and published a book because it's so easy to do now. What this is, is it's like a comprehensive medical study on nutrition. It is highly, highly sourced. It's like a very famous study. And really what it's doing again is comparing, well, should I get my protein from chicken? Or should I get my protein from eating soybeans, for example? And it just looks at plant versus animal sources of protein and says, good Lord, um, animal-based, well, no, I'll say the positive thing, plant-based proteins are much better for you. And I'm certainly never, ever going to come out and say that certain things cause cancer because um, I am not a medical professional and I don't know. But the point of this book is that there are much higher links with, um, you know, activating cancer cells and making cancer cells grow by eating animal-based protein. And if you stop eating that animal-based protein, it can turn off and deactivate some cancer cells. So I'm not going to go into that in this episode, but if you're interested in that or have a family member with cancer or something like that, the China study book is very interesting and um, is a good read for that. But let's get back to the point here, people. If you're a vegan, you will get this question, so you wanna know how to answer it. So, dear vegan, oh, how are you going to get your protein? Well, what you can come back to and say is that, well, did you know that you can get protein from plants, plant-based proteins? And you know what? People are shocked and they might not even believe you and they might not want to talk about it because it's scary for people to sometimes be realizing that what the way the world is, This I don't want to sound like I'm too out there and I'm not, but people do have these preconceived notions that protein equals meat or fish or in the very least eggs or whatever, animal products. But protein is made of amino acids and these beautiful vegetables that, you know, are on our planet here for us to eat as food, they do contain them too. So where do you get your protein? Well, you can get protein from plant-based sources. And you can say, you know, you could even just have a specific example. Like, did you know that two cups of soybeans is as completely meets my protein needs for the day. And a lot of people just don't realize this. So, but yeah, I mean, nobody's going to sit there and eat two cups of soybeans and out of the shell. I mean, you can, but that's probably not very, very realistic. But I jotted down before I started recording, just a very simple example of, again, working with that 60 grams per day protein idea as a goal. So if you're going to eat, I won't bombard you with all the audio or sorry, the measurements, but if you're going to eat, say a cup of peas, two cups of spinach, this is so easy. Let's talk about it in more like a realistic way. Half a cup of almonds. Let's say you might have some almond butter in the morning 
and you know some almonds in a in a delicious raw dessert for example so you got half a cup of almonds you've got two cups of spinach maybe one cup of that was in a little salad another cup might have been in a green smoothie then you've had I'm just using peas as an example here one cup of peas somehow and then a cup of soybeans that right there so you've got your almonds spinach peas and soybeans that's a beautiful 65 grams per day um, for that one day so that's not unreasonable at all to be eating those things and what you will notice is that it really is a lot of legumes that are very high sources of protein but it's pretty much in everything but a lot of stuff has lower amounts of protein so you just want to make sure you're also eating some items that have higher amounts of protein as well so I mean ultimately I don't have too much to say especially because I'm more of a chef than a nutritionist and I I find talking about the food a lot more exciting but I really wanted you to have that idea or that concept of when you're asked that question yes I can get protein from plants and in fact these are amazing sources of protein and actually sometimes some doctors and some medical professionals recognize that the fact is that it can be even not only an adequate source of protein but plant-based protein can be actually in some cases better for you and better for the body to assimilate. Um, now this I'm kind of going back to the example from the beginning there that I talked about but when your body oh my gosh it's in this book let me see if I can find it this is a very fascinating book <laughs> this is gross I'm reading from this book can you guess what food we might eat to most efficiently provide the building blocks for our replacement proteins so really the question here is what food would have the best the answer i'm reading again is human flesh its protein has just the right amount of the needed amino acids but while our fellow men and women are not for dinner very true we do get the next best quote-unquote protein by eating other animals the proteins of other animals are very similar to our proteins because they mostly have the right amounts of each of those required amino acids that I talked about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, can't redo this whole thing. But he, then he kind of goes on to say, um, yes, skipping ahead. That there's different qualities of protein and really what we're talking about here is that the oh my god I'm trying to talk and read at the same time but ultimately what this author and again this is from the China study book is saying that like yes you can get protein by eating like your neighbor or a chicken but you can also get it by eating plant-based sources um, skipping ahead reading again from the book People, for example, who choose to consume a plant-based diet will often ask, even today, where do I get my protein? As if plants don't have protein. Even if it is known that plants have protein, there's still the concern about its perceived poor quality. Yeah, like a lot of people, when I answer that protein question, I say, oh, you know, soybeans, lentils, legumes, almonds, spinach, blah, blah, blah. They look at me like, but, but you need chicken or beef or whatever. 
Um, reading again. This has led people to believe that they must meticulously combine proteins from different plant sources during each meal so that they can mutually compensate for each other's amino acid deficits. Translation. Essentially, if you're eating, say, I don't know, soybeans, they I think that may have all of the amino acids that you need, but sometimes um, some foods will only have be a good source for a certain type of amino acids, maybe not all of them. Um, yes, we now know that, reading from the book, that through enormously complex metabolic systems, the human body can derive all the essential amino acids it needs from the natural variety of plant proteins that we encounter every day. It doesn't require eating higher quantities of plant protein or meticulously planning every meal. Yeah, it's like, it's not that complicated. It is hugely important that you get this protein if you're just going to sit there and like eat watermelon 24-7. Um, you're not getting enough protein and that's really terrible. But if you're eating a really nice, well-rounded, like um, plant-based diet of like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and, and that kind of thing, and eating a lot of greens and some nice nuts and a lot of peas, or sorry, like beans and lentils and that kind of thing, then you're doing really well. So ultimately, that's really all I wanted to talk about the protein question. And if you felt like you zoned out a little bit during this, let me just bring it back to the point here. Yes, you can get um, protein from plants. You need protein. All you need to know about protein is it's the end product. And your body is just an amazing, busy little bee and taking these ingredients, which are called amino acids, and it gets them from stuff that you eat and it builds protein. and. When it builds it, then it kind of use your body uses it and it sort of wears down again and then you need to be building more. So that's the answer to the protein question. Yes, get it from mostly vegetables and nuts and that kind of thing. And you're doing well. I hope this has been really helpful for you. If I would love to know whether you're more interested in um, some of this nutritional stuff or the recipe standard kind of episodes that I do. And I hope you find this really useful. I know that I would have found this episode really helpful because I just didn't know this basic information and I didn't really think to sit down and try to understand it. But it's really very basic and it's, it's um, you know, the concept is that you need protein, your body can build it out of ingredients, and you can get those ingredients from plants. Thank you so much for joining me on this, the 13th episode of the Raw Food Podcast. You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, The Raw Tarian. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite, simple, satisfying, raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste amazing. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. And once you've signed up for that, you'll automatically get a PDF copy of 11 of my most favorite, most satisfying, most delicious recipes, including raw vegan alfredo sauce, raw brownies, 
and a whole host of other delicious recipes that you can make at home that are raw and taste amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.